where Chris and I put together a playlist based on a lot of prompts that I wrote down and we chose songs to go with those prompts. This podcast mm. is about those prompts. Yeah. This episode in particular, the prompt was what song reminds you of the other person? Am I saying that right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when we wrote down the prompts, it made sense. Like that sentence makes sense to us. But yeah. basically what we've done is chosen a song like, I've chosen a song that reminds me of Chris. And Chris has chosen a song that reminds him of me. Yes, I have picked a song that reminds me of April. Chris, how would you say your first week of lockdown's been? Am I allowed to answer <laughs> that? Because I don't think I should say that I went to Dubbo for work. You had an exemption. Yeah. Woolworths paid for an exemption. Woolworths bribed somebody. <laughs> yeah, no, first week of lockdown was not really locked down at all no so many people were still going out it's crazy you walk down the street and there's still just so many people to be fair it's not a lockdown it is a stay at home uh minimize movement order yeah stay at home orders are now in effect until friday july 9 yeah does not feel long enough but you know who are we not politicians definitely not <laughs> we don't we don't have the money for that <laughs> But yeah. anyway... Enough about the runner. Enough about that. Let's get into what we're here for. Yeah, we are here for the music. Chris, what is the song that reminds you of me? Ooh, okay, yeah. So we got Kate Bush, Running Up That Hill. flattered really i'm flattered that a mystical woman like kate bush can remind you of me yeah you think so yeah unless i'm supposed to take that as a insult instead of the compliment that i think that it is no it's definitely a compliment 100 it is a song that solely reminds me of you because i didn't know it existed until i met you okay yeah last year we would drive around a lot listening to your daily drive Mm-hmm. And more often than not, that song would come on. It's a good song. Of course, I'm going to listen to it on my commute to work. Yeah, I know. And I was just like, I just found it crazy that it's like, you know, your daily drives a reasonably sized playlist. So mm-hmm. you shuffle it. Any song could come on. But I swear, I swear more often than not, that song would come on. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how the algorithm works. Chose this song not because it like reminds me of you. It reminds me more so of like memories, I guess, with you. Okay. Yeah. Like experiences. Yeah. Us driving around at like 11 o'clock at night, mm. going to the 7-Eleven to get a maxi bun. Ah, oh, classic times. Yeah, now we just like buy a box at the start of the week and stay <laughs> home. <laughs> Woo! Um, so when you say that you've never heard the song before, have you also never heard Placebo's cover of it? No. Ooh. Yeah. Do you, know, do you listen to Placebo? No. You've, have you ever listened to Placebo? I don't know who they are. You don't know Placebo? I know. I'm a fraud. I don't know if people have surmised this, but I grew up as a very emo child and Chris grew up as Marshall Mathers. 
So <laughs> the music that we listen to when we were growing up is like completely different. Like polar opposites. Complete opposites. So I will like be like, oh, you know this uh, little emo band? And he'll be like, I've never heard of this. Hey, I've heard of red jumpsuit apparatus. Yeah, everyone's heard of red jumpsuit apparatus. Have you heard of Cheerdose? I listen to a day to remember. Oh, a day to remember suck. They don't. I saw an old man the other day wearing like a, a day to remember shirt. So that's how I knew that they suck. Old man or he just like, you know, got so into the music, it just consumed his youth. No. And by old man, I don't even mean like an old emo, like 30s. I mean like a, a dad. like A like, dad? Like a dad. That's not that old. Yeah, but like in his 50s. Okay, fair enough. Back to um, Kate Bush. I knew of her though like i didn't know of this song i knew of her as an artist mm -hmm. solely from the vice city soundtrack what is she what's on the vice city soundtrack i can't remember i just know i saw her name there is it wuthering heights no i think it might have been a song called wow oh yeah like a lesser known hit i guess <laughs> interesting i only know three k bush songs babushka Oh, Wuthering Heights and Running Up That Hill. Um, also, well, speaking of Running Up That Hill, let's discuss the title. Mm -hmm. It's like interesting because they changed it. <gasps> From what? Originally, its title was A Deal With God. Ooh, she does say that in the song. Yeah. If she only could make a deal with God. Well, she called it that at first and had to change it because EMI were hesitant to release the song with that title. Just, I don't know religion <laughs> <laughs> what they were concerned that religion like the church or whatever was gonna cause an uproar at kate bush yeah separation of church and state separation of music and church yeah what <laughs> <laughs> i feel like this famously hasn't been a separation of music and church that's why we have things like hope 1032 uh christian music gospel music hello Amazing Grace, ever heard of it? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they didn't want to call it a deal with God, so they compromised and called it running up that hill and then in brackets, a deal with God. So it still has like a deal with God in the title, it's just not For the, the album main release, not the, not the single release. Okay. Yeah. Crazy, right? But like back in back in those days. Back in those days. <laughs> does it really matter what like single releases are? Cause like like how would people know? Yeah. Like, if you're buying... I guess people bought physical singles back in the day. When did they come out? 1985. Yeah, yeah. that's ages ago. So, so if people were buying, like, a, a physical single on the... Sl like, the CD slick inside of that, was that saying just running up that hill? And then if you bought the album version of it, the printout in the middle, would that then say, a deal with God in brackets? I think so, yeah. That's crazy to me. I don't understand why you would make the distinction. Like, why don't you just run with both of them being called in brackets, I deal with God. Well, EMI just pulled the pin on it because they were worried about the possible negative reception owing to the use of the word God. You know what other song has uh, a religious line in it that I wish that the record label had pulled from the air? I know exactly what it is and I'm going to let you say it. Uh, it's the song Solar Power by Lord. I'm like a prettier Jesus. 
I wish that someone somewhere has a petition to take that song off the airs because I'm one sick of hearing it. Two, it's not a very good song at all. You know what? I would I would have con- I would have compared Lord to Kate Bush to the magnitude and power and beauty and grace that Kate Bush is, and now Lord is terrible. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear you usher those I words. never thought that I would say them either, but here we are. I've come to the conclusion that she's no longer sad. She's just, like, boring. She's just a girl on Instagram now. Yeah, Solar Power is a really bad song. Solar Power. Like, let's backtrack it to a few episodes where it's songs that get stuck in your head. <laughs> I think we, we, we released that before Solar Power came out. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been an honourable mention because it just has the potential to just get lodged in there for days. <laughs> and it's not it's not an unpleasant song. It's, like, easy listening to, but I think that's why I hate it so much. Because it's not what you expect from Lord. Like, Ribs is probably my favourite song by Lord. To go from that to Solar Power is just, like, spitting in my face. Absolutely. She spit in my wounds. She stabbed me, and then she rubbed salt in the wounds. Yeah, and then... Can you reach me? No. no you can't. can't. That's just... Awful. Moving on. Let's just... Moving on. Enough like, of the hate, the Lord hate page. Yeah, Lord hate page. God, Lord, God. Oh, oh my God. we never yeah. made that connection. There you go. There you go. But yeah, so that's a little interesting fact about the title. There's a mashup between Running Up That Hill and, I don't know, a Nicki Minaj song. I don't know the actual song. Mm. It's on TikTok and that low key slaps. Which one's that one? Uh, I don't know. Oh, this one is for the... Yeah, I know the one it is. Yeah. This one is for the boys with the boom. So it uses the, down. the beat from Running Up yeah. That Hill with the lyrics. Yeah. And it slaps, I reckon. It does. It does kind of slap. Yeah. I feel like I've forced myself to think that it slaps, but in my head, I feel as if they're both sort of out of time with each other, so I don't think it slaps as hard as it should slap. True. Wait, the beat to Running Up That Hill is really good. The... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear that. I'm just taken back to driving around in the Pan River with a maxi gun. It also, it got stuck in my head at work one day. Almost ruined itself for me. Really? Just that bit. The <laughs> and it was night shift too, so it was just... Yeah, that sounds painful. On endless cycle. But then <laughs> you picked me up because it was when my car was in the mechanics. Yeah. It came on in the car and it kind of like cured it for me. I was ready to hate it and then I loved it again. Oh, you're welcome. It just, yeah, my fondness for the person it reminded me of just couldn't ruin it for me. Ah, that's really sweet. That's very nice of you to say, Christopher. That's all I got to say about running up that hill. Mm. But yeah, I reckon it's a pretty good song and it reminds me of experiences with you rather than you yourself. Okay. In a good way. Okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that the song that I chose is kind of similar. Yeah. In that sense as well. Um, so the song that I chose is Flame Trees by Cold Chisel. That's my favourite song. I was, yeah. I feel like I chose that song because it is, like, one of your favourite songs. Mm. Um, And, again, coming back to driving around, like, just us hanging out and driving around town and stuff like that, um, it would be one of those songs that you would put on. Yeah. And I don't think... it's Again, I don't think I'd have ever heard it as much as I have heard it with you. Yeah. So 
it's really just stuck in my mind as a song that reminds me of you because it's just that song is just you yeah so this song was released in 1984 oh okay so one year before running up that hill yeah it was on the album 20th century or something like that um it was written by the drummer steve prestwich and the keyboardist don walker yep from uh cultures uh in the year that it was released, it came to number 26 on the Kent Music Report. In 2011, it reached number 54 on the ARIA charts due to downloads. And I feel like you might solely be responsible for all of those downloads and reaching the ARIA charts. Yeah, just on Mum's iTunes account. Yeah, you were just racking up all of these like charges to Belinda's card, just Sorry, buying. Mom. Yeah. You were making multiple accounts with that same card detail just so you can get all of those downloads up. 100%. <laughs> the song is apparently about Grafton. Yeah. That's what they say. You see the flame trees as you drive into it, I guess. Yeah, but it's not trees that are on fire. They're no, supposed no, no, to be like no, jacarandas. Yeah, no. That's, yeah, that's what they're called. I've never heard of a jacaranda be called a flame tree. Mm, I have. I thought, wait, he means to tell me that this whole song is about jacarandas being, and that flame trees is a metaphor for jacarandas? Because I thought it was a literal tree on fire. I'm going to have to go talk to the producer and just double check some facts here. The producer being wikipedia.com. I feel like there's also like a nice cover of this song by... There's one by Jessica Malboy and there's also one by (laughs) Sarah Blasco. Um, Sarah Blasco one's good. Yeah. I remember the first time that I ever had a therapy session because I went to therapy. Mm. I only went to a couple of times because it's expensive and I wasn't vibing. Sorry. Um, but the first session that I went to, I was kind of nervous sitting in the waiting room and Flame Trees, the cover by Jessica Mabboy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That came on, on like the little stereo that they had in the waiting room. And again, it's a song that reminds me of you and it made me feel I'm taking this best step in the right direction for my mental health and for bettering myself in the future. And this is a song that reminds me of Chris. And the future that I can build with him. And blah, blah, blah. That's really sweet. Yeah, it's going to be a really good time and a really good omen. Blah, blah, blah. Something, something. Sappy, sappiness. Yeah. We'll spare you the sappiness. But yeah, that is really cute. Mm, Shut up. Oh, wow. Shut up. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Next point. Next point. That's all that I really had. Okay. Wait, Um, did I have any other points? Oh, uh, John Walker said that it's about returning home after success in the big city. And I feel like that's, that's like something that like maybe you could relate to. Yeah. Like if you take your small hometown city of Neuruma and then you compare that to the big city of Bathurst and then you got your university degree in Bathurst. Yeah. Like that's the big city of Bathurst. And then you come home to the little small hometown of Neuruma. Yeah. Like, that is, like, completely relatable to you. It was, and that's how I felt. (laughs) Except I wasn't coming home a success, I just came home. (laughs) You just came home with a piece of paper and you're like, yes, I did it. Came home with a piece of paper and I was like, yeah, I put up fences now. Yeah, relatable. Thank you, COVID. (laughs) Gonna keep blaming COVID for my lack of motivation and ability to put myself out there.
It is a song I relate to. Yeah. I'm glad you picked it. Yeah. Uh, I can throw a bit of trivia in about it. Yeah, go for it. The music video was filmed in Oberon. Mm. Oberon the Hill. <gasps> Oberon the Hill! That always comes into my mind whenever I drive through Oberon. I'm like, oh, Flame Trees was filmed here. <laughs> Wasn't it filmed in a pub or something? A couple of pubs and just yeah. like the main street in general. Yes, yeah, so I went to uni with a guy who is from Oberon and he's always like, yeah, it's always playing in the pub there. <laughs> Like, understandable. I mean, it's... But I feel like any pub that you yourself, oh, yeah. Chris, are in... 100%. If there's a... Flame Trees is going to be playing because you are loading it up on the Duke. If there's an unguarded jukebox, watch out. <laughs> Naruma, Bathurst, Hay, wherever yeah. I go, I'll put it on. You put a... Take a fucking lobster, a $20 bill, you feed it through, you load it up on repeat. <sighs> 20 bucks is a lot of money. 10 <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to pay 20 bucks for Flame Trees. Yeah, not 20 times. I've got to throw some other songs in there. Mm. Other songs that will probably be mentioned in later episodes. <laughs> As much as I do appreciate being compared to uh, Kate Bush, I know that you're saying that you don't think of me as Kate Bush. You just think the song reminds you of me. Um, do you have an honourable mention for another song that reminds you of me? Yeah, but it's in the same sense. Okay. It's um, Julia Jacqueline, Pressure to Party. Okay. Just because it came on while we were driving around <laughs> again. <laughs> I feel like this song is pretty interesting because I feel like you listened to it and you were like, Oh, it just is about someone after a breakup and they're going out and getting out there and partying again. And I read the song as it's someone getting back out there after being sexually assaulted. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I remember we had a conversation we in the did. car and you were like, oh, I didn't read it as that. I was like, oh, you didn't read it as that? I still associate it with pleasant memories I've had with you. <laughs> I really like Julia Jacqueline. She's pretty fun. Not fun. She's pretty sad. You texted me at one point saying, like, you know, I'm just going to go put on my Julia Jacqueline record and cry. <laughs> I just bought the vinyl of it that day, and it's a really pretty green, green colored yeah, one. Yeah, actually, I think I did uh, look at it. Yeah, to, make, uh, to match the green of the album art. Yep. Yeah. So you chucked that on and had a cheeky little cry. <laughs> cheeky cry. You know how it be, guys. What about your honourable mention? Um, so my honourable mention is a little bit of a funny one, Ooh. I would say. Um, so this song that I chose is Break Even by The Script. Oh, my God. So if you don't know Chris, um, he actually is for a small-time viral on the internet. Ever heard of it? Um, a video of him got uploaded to a really popular Instagram page called Mad Monday. Yeah. And he got 40,000 views on there um, with the script Break Even uh, playing in the background. I'm still alive, but I'm barely breathing. Just praying to a God that I don't believe in. 
Cause I got time while she got freedom Cause when a heart breaks, no, it don't break even do you want me to describe why, it, like, what what it's playing in the background too? Yeah, set the scene for us. Well, I'm in the bathtub, yeah. and I'm resting a beer on my stomach, yeah. and looking really depressed. And then the song's playing, and like that line in particular, I still loving and barely breathing. And someone walks in, and it literally looks like I've passed away in the sh- in the bath. <laughs> staring into nothing staring into the abyss i think when you say that you are sitting in the bath with a beer on your tummy you are missing like the other parts of the thing that make up the scene so not only he's in the bath he's not wearing a shirt he's wearing shorts though the bath has water in it and bubbles water and bubbies in it yeah it was a bubble bath yeah a little bit of a bubby bath and he's wearing a Drawstring bucket hat yeah, on his my, head. I got my floppy hat on. Yeah, he's got a floppy hat on. And a moustache. Uh, he's got a moustache and he's slouched in the bath so his little beer can can rest on his tummy. What beer was that? Great Northern. Would you rate that? Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> I didn't pay for it, so it was pretty good. You know what's really interesting is that earlier tonight you lied to me and you said that you've never drank in the bath before. Holy cow. You're right. Yeah. Caught out. Yeah. So how many other lies have you told to me? <laughs> I think the big one was telling you I was six foot. Because <laughs> oh. I was like worried she'd stop talking to me. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally six foot. And then she, I get out of the car and I'm like five, five, four or whatever. He roped me into a friendship of texting me every day for six months and then I'm like, well, he's obviously not fucking... No, I remember because I was full FBI mode because I was looking at photos of your friends. I'm like, if you're six foot, your friends are seven foot. What's happening? Oh, no. Oh, you tag photos on Facebook. I'm like, whoa, his friends were giants. They're all football players. They'd be better off being basketball players. This is crazy. Mm. Until it clicked with me. I'm like... Oh, no, it would make more sense if he actually just is a regular dude who lies about his height. Yeah, I'm just average height. <laughs> average height, average looks, average build. Why are you being so negative on yourself? Because it's Sunday. Oh, That's what we do on Sundays. No, it's not. No, Sunday's it's not. the Lord's Day. True. It's been the best. Sunday's the Lord's Day, and she's a prettier Jesus. <clears throat> I should have seen that coming. So break even. That's your honorable That's mention. That's my honorable mention. That's what reminds me of you. I like it. It's a really nice song. I like the script. I don't, I don't really, think I really do like them. I don't listen to them that much anymore. I haven't really got reasons to be sad. <laughs> anyway, guys, this episode is brought to you by the New South Wales government. Woo! Thank you, Gladys Burge, uh, for giving us a stay-at-home mandatory don't-go-anywhere order. Hey, Gladys Berge-Chicklin. Oh! Uh, glad it's very chilly outside. Oh! No. You're not going to do no. that? Oh. No, Barry Chicklin was where it's at. No, <laughs> no. The, the part of this game is that we're supposed to bounce back and forth about who's funny and you're supposed to laugh at my thing as well when I laugh at your thing, so please laugh at my thing. <laughs> oh, thank you. A yeah. very genuine Christopher Reed laugh. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, no. Lockdown has been pretty fun. Psych. Psych? <laughs> because I, I haven't been here. And I haven't been at work. 
So I still have to work. Hey, I still have to work too. We both still have to work. We're essential. I hate that. Guys, like this podcast if you're also essential. And if you're not essential in your days off. Be essential. No, uh, in your days off, listen to us, please. <laughs> uh, in your days off, listen to us or your days are numbered. Anyway, guys, we thank you so much for listening to today's episode of this podcast. Yeah, no, it's been great. Happy to have you here. This is Prompt Up Kicks. Thank you for listening. Ooh. Ooh.